0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Inna alhamdulillah, nahmadu wa nahstainu wa nahstoufiru wa nahuminu bhi wa nahatoukalu alayhi wa nahu'ubihlahi min shururur anfusina wa seyyi'atu amalina. Men yahdihi lahu fala mdil wa men yudlil fala haadi wa shadu an la ilaha illallahu wahtahu lah sharikala. وَأَشَادُ أَنَّ سَيَّدَنَا مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ أَمَّا بَعْدٍ All praise and thanks is due to Allahu Azza wa Peace and salutations upon Muhammad ibn Abdillah. Salawatullahi wa salamuhu Peace and salutations upon his family, upon his friends, and upon all those who try to emulate him until the end of time. أَهْلًا وَسَهْلًا وَمَرْحَبًا Bikum welcome each and every one of you. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, we as the servants of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala have been created with one purpose and one purpose only, and that is to worship Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Allah Azza wa Jal, he says, وَمَا خلقت الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ That i have not created mankind and jinkind except that they worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we need to be aware, we need to be aware of the matters of the year after. And we need to understand its details that is found in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Al-Quran, and in the prophetic teachings of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and we need to prepare for the day that we are going to meet Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. On that day, يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالُ وَلَا بَنُونَ إِلَّا مَنْ أَطَى بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٌ And that we are going to meet Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala on that day, when nothing, no our wealth, no our children, are going to help and assist us. Illa man salim, except that we meet Allah wa Azza wa with a pure heart. And what is a pure heart? Of the most important matters of the heart. And the most purest of hearts is that person and that heart that knows Allah Azza wa jal. That He knows and He worships Allah Azza wa correctly. And know, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, that on this day that we are preparing for, this day is known as the day of resurrection. This day is known as the day of Qiyamah. And know, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, amongst the hardships of that day, that we're going to stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one of these hardships is that each and every slave, whether they believe in Allah Azza wa Jal, or whether they don't believe in Allah, whether it is a Muslim, or whether it is a non-Muslim. But everyone, every child of Adam, is a slave of Allah, who azza wa jal, and everyone on the day of Qiyamah, they are going to be resurrected, and one of the qualities that they will face is that they will suffer severe thirst. They will suffer thirst. So picture, not too long ago, we were fasting in the month of Ramadan. And generally, alhamdulillah, we had not many warm days, not so hot days. But think of Ramadan when it's in December, it's in November, January, February. The days are long. And also, it's extremely hot. Speak to those people that went maybe for Umrah this year, they'll tell you, 40 odd degrees, nearly 50 degrees. Extremely hot. And what happens? You tend to get thirsty. Now imagine on the day of Qiyamah, that each and every slave when when they are raised from their graves, they are going to be thirsty. All of us. And this thirst will intensify and it will intensify. And what is needed to quench thirst, there's no coke on that day or jive or tablo. No. Everyone will look for some water to quench this thirst. And this water will be given by none other than Muhammad sallallahu alayhi And O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this thirst is going to be intensified as the day of resurrection carries on. And everyone is going to go closer to the pond and to the system where we find that muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, will be welcoming the believers and know that this pond and the system it is pleasing except to the believer it is only beautiful to the believer and it will give great contentment to the heart of the believer. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when the slave of Allah when he drinks from this pond and from this cistern, known as the Haud then he will no longer want any drink to quench his thirst. But the drink that he will drink afterwards in Jannah, it will be merely for contentment and pleasure. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the ahadith regarding the haud, regarding the spond, regarding the cistern, these ahadith, they are mutawatir. And what is a mutawatir hadith? A mutawatir hadith in simple terms. It is a hadith that is narrated by so many narrators that it is impossible that they could have all come together to fabricate a lie or to fabricate a story. So know that the hadith, it is a reality. And the ha'ud, as we will see, is something that is specific for the believing males and females of this ummah. And from the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ma rawahu al-imam muslim fi kitabis as-sahih min hadithi anas radiyallahu anhu. And there's a narration in the sahih of imam muslim. And the authority of Anis Radiallahuan. An. Baina Rasulullah, he saw the law, while he was seldom that a yomi baina id alfa irfa atan. Thumma rafa sahu mutabasiman, fakulna ma al haka ya Rasulullah. Call. So Anas he reports that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam one day he was sitting. He was sitting with us and he dozed off. <coughs> he then raised his head Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he smiled. And this in itself shows you the love that Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had for his companions So he smiled And the companions asked Oh Messenger of Allah What makes you smile? Why are you smiling? The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He says That a surah has just been revealed to me And then he recited Inna Aataina kal He said r-Rahim." In the name of Allah, the most compassionate, <coughs> the most merciful. Inna a'atayna kal That indeed and verily, we have given thee kawthah, a fountain of abundance. Fasalli li rabbika walham. So turn to your Lord in prayer and offer sacrifice. And surely, thy enemy is cut off. We're not going to go into the whole tafsir of the surah. Because our hadith that we're looking at and the topic is focusing on the first verse. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, he asks, Do you know what Kothar is? And the companions, they replied and they said that Allah and His Messenger knows best. The Prophet, peace be upon him, he said that Kothar is a canal which my Lord the Exalted and the Glorious has promised me. And there is an abundance of good in it. And on the day of resurrection and tumblers there will be equal to the numbers of stars, and a servant would be turned away from amongst my people who are gathered there. Upon this, I would say, my Lord, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi says, he will say, Ya Allah, he is of my people. Upon this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would say Do you not know That he introduced New things Into Islam After you Ibn Hajar al-Asqalani The famous Shafi'i scholar, He made this addition In the hadith where he says That he the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wa Was sitting amongst us In the mosque And he Allah said You don't know what they innovated after you. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so here we find that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he's standing at this hud, he's welcoming his companions, and may you and I be of those that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us to drink from this pond. From Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, And people will come. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is willing to welcome them. But they will then be told, some of them will be told, turn around. You are not welcome here. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will ask, but are they not of my ummah? And what will happen after this? It will be said that you do not know what they have done after your demise. My beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, based on this hadith, it is extremely important that we follow the teachings of the book of Allahu Azza wa Jal. And we follow the teachings of Rasulullah oh. sallallahu alayhi wa sallam upon the methodology that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa taught his companions. And upon that methodology that they taught their students the Tabi'in, And on that methodology that the tabi'een taught, the adba'u tabi'een. O oh, slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, the success of this ummah goes back to the book of Allah and to the teachings of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We are living in a time We are living in a place We are living in a society Where the book of Allah Azza wa And the sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu alayhi wa Get second preference That it is my view It is the view of my institute It is the view of my sheikh It is the view of my peer It is the view of this one It is the view of that one but we have forgotten to take the book of Allah and to take the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. وَرُوِيَ الْإِمَامَ الْبُخَارِي وَمُسْلِمْ عَنْ سَحْلِ ابنِ سَعْدِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ قَالَ قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ And in a hadith that is Mutafaqun Alayh, it is found in the Sahih of Imam Bukhari and Muslim, on the authority of Sahal ibn Sa'ad, May Allah be pleased with him He said that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He said That I am your predecessor I am your forerunner At the Kawthar At And whoever will pass By there He will drink from it And whoever will drink from it He will never be thirsty After that again And there will come to me some people whom I will recognize and they will recognize me but a barrier will be placed between me and them. And as we mentioned the reason for this is because they introduced matters into this deen that was not part of this deen. For we are Imam Muslim, an radiallahu an. An Imam Muslim, he brings a narration on the authority of Abu Dar. May Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, or Abu Dar, said, Ya Rasool Allah, O Messenger of Allah, what about the vessels of that haud? What about the vessels of this pond? the prophet peace be upon him he replied and he said by him in whose hand is the life of muhammad the vessel sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the vessels would outnumber the stars in the sky and if one looks at the sky generally we don't see many stars in the city because of all the lights etc but if you drive for example on the n1 or on the n2 during the evenings, during the nights and the skies are clear or you drive into the Karoo etc and you look up, what do you see? You see thousands and thousands of stars and they are extremely bright. So here the Prophet, peace be upon him, he says that the vessels of the Haud they would outnumber the stars in the skies and its planets shining on a dark cloudless night. These would be the vessels <coughs> of parad- these would be the vessels of paradise. He who drinks out of this vessel, out of the system, would never feel thirsty. They would flow into two spouts from paradise, and he would drink out of it would not feel thirsty. And the distance between it, the two corners, is that between Aman and Ayla, and its water is whiter than milk and it's sweeter than honey. Imagine, everyone generally, we love the taste of milk, and we love the taste of honey. But imagine this taste, and even if you were to imagine, even if you were to think of this taste, it would be something far different than what you can imagine. As the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he says in a hadith, that what when he described Jannah, he said that Jannah is that which I has never seen. And the sounds is that never been heard by anyone. And whatever your heart desires, it is something different. And it is through the pondering of Jannah And it is through the thinking that we will drink from the hands of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that makes us realize how we should worship Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. If you speak to someone at university, you speak to someone at school, and this person does really well in their studies, and you ask them, what drives you to do this? he will tell you I need to get 100% at the end of the year I need to get my 6 A's so why? so I can achieve this and I can achieve that so what about the mu'min? what about my salah? shouldn't this be perfect? or close to perfection? my song my fasting my recitation of the Quran my obedience to Allah Jal. It should be to the best of my ability. Why? And the reason is simple. So that we can attain the Jannah of Allah Jal. The next hadith narrated by Asma bint Abi Bakr. She said that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, I will be standing at the lake found so that I will see whom among you will come to me and some people will be taken away from me and I will say O Allah from me and from my followers then it will be said did you notice what they did after you (coughs) by Allah they kept on turning on their heels turned as renegades the sub narrator of this hadith said and he made this dua O Allah, we seek refuge with you from turning our heels or being put to trial in our religion. (coughs) O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, these are just but some of the ahadith that speaks about the houd. And these are just some of the ahadith that speaks about his description, speaks about the capacity, etc., etc., O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made this worldly life sweet and pure as well and what is the sweetness and what is the purity in this noble life the sweetness in this dunya is the book of Allah and the prophetic sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And he will embarks the ark of the Sunnah in this dunya. He will embark and he will taste the Jannah of the year after. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his divine names and attributes that he makes us of those that we can be firm on the Quran and the sunnah. That we can be firm on the book of Allah and on the prophetic teachings of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our shortcomings. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us. Subhanak wa wa bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.